Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, hello. It has been a small minute. I am excited to be back. There's been a lot happening in general, in the world, in life. A lot, yet nothing specific. And it makes for an, it makes for an interesting time. But it also means that I wanted to kind of let things settle before I really forced a topic. And one thing that has been coming up that I feel like is a really seemingly simple but very, very useful topic or thing or aspect and element of life to remember, and it's come up in several different conversations that I've had as well, is noticing when we're confused or when we're trying to find the answers or we don't have the answers or um, when we might be assuming if it's got to do with somebody else, noticing where there's confusion or noticing where we're assuming and being curious instead. So in many of the conversations that I've had, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say I've had many conversations about this but in many that I've had over the last few weeks it has been in the areas of trying to find out all of the information or trying to make a decision about a concept or an idea or a thing that is coming up in life when it is still a concept or an idea or a thing when we don't have all of the information. So let me start or preface this by, by pointing out just how much I understand the feeling of wanting to future plan. I am with you on that. 110% with you. I... I think there's a healthiness to that in a sense, as long as it is measured, right? But once we start getting into the spiral or the distraction of the thoughts, that's when we need to kind of not quite check ourselves, but, you know, give ourselves a little bit of breathing room and perspective. So the, the sort of anticipating different scenarios is useful if we're not holding a grip to it or if it's not weighing us down or if we're not stressing out about it. We're staying in curiosity. There's that word again, right? But when we find ourselves in the space where we are trying to find out or figure out how we feel about something, again, prefacing this, exploring your feelings isn't the issue here. But when you're in a, in a let's call it in a tizzy, when you're in a tiz about 
not having the answers and not knowing and stressing because you're like, I don't know what to do with this and what does that mean? And, and all of the things when you have yet to ask the questions, maybe have the conversation, then you're doing yourself a disservice. So let me give you an example. You could be working on one thing and have a job offer that you didn't expect or an opportunity that you didn't expect. And it makes you sit because there's curiosity in it. You can see benefits to it. You can see where it might be useful, but you also don't know any details about it. You just know that it exists. You could sit there and try to figure it all out and stay in confusion, not able to make a decision because you have the limited number, you have the limited amount of information that you have. Or you could try asking the damn question. <laughs> and I say that with emphasis on purpose because I do this, I've done this, but it's the checking myself bit where I go, well, I could, I'm trying to figure out information or I could just ask the question. Apply this to everywhere. You could apply this to a relationship if there's something that comes up with your partner and then you're like, oh, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Or, oh, oh, what if they're, you know, what if that conversation with someone meant something more? And rah, rah, rah. You could just ask them, go, hey, what does that mean to you? Or what's the impact that that has on your life? Rather than sitting in the stew of confusion in, of your own mind and not actually able to move forward or see clearly or make a decision if it's about a decision, we need to get curious more often. It's useful when we're talking to people, our people, our partners, our colleagues, our whoever, our clients, getting curious is a key thing. In the coaching world, that's a large part of my job in how I lead people and how I coach them and how I mentor them is not by showing up with all the answers because, believe it or not, showing up with all the answers is actually not part of my job. However... knowing which questions to ask is a big part. And a lot of the questions to ask are questions that ask the person to elaborate more, to share more, to explain more what they mean so that I can understand better. And often it's then turns into them understanding better all as part of the process. So why do I share this? Because I see a lot of stress. <laughs> I feel a lot of stress in my own ways as well. Don't worry. But I see a lot of stress. I see a lot of stress happening that impacts our ability to feel good with what we're doing, to move forward, to just feel and see clearly. And honestly, a lot of it is just not necessary. 
that's really what I've come to is the recognition that a lot of our stress is just not necessary and a lot of it is very valid too but we can remove certain layers that then makes things easy for us and often as I said often a lot of my job a lot of my role is literally that being a mirror reflecting back creating the space for people to feel into their own clarity of what they want to do or of what they're capable of or of what feels good for them rather than expecting me or them or anyone else to have all of the answers so it's a it's a really useful reminder because so many people sit in confusion we see it and this is part of the space that I wanted to create before I spoke about it, because this is not a political episode by any means, but we do see this with politicians. They create confusion. They, the royal they, the, the general they, create confusion and people forget to ask questions. The direct questions. Not everyone. I'm very, I'm generalising a lot here, but what we notice is that people get caught up in the confusion in the language gymnastics that is happening and, in, and forget to ask the questions, forget to go, hey, what do you mean by this? And if we do, we see politicians talk around it constantly. It's what they do. But how confused generally speaking, are the public around the topic of politics because everything feels confusing. No one feels clear. What do you think it would feel like? What do you think it would feel like to... If, rather, what do you think it would feel like if that changed? How much clearer do you think the whole process would be for everyone to understand what's happening, what's going on, who stands for what, if there was an overall normalising of asking questions for clarification, getting curious, what does that mean for you? Outside of the rhetoric, because this filters down into the interactions that we see on an everyday level that get caught up in rhetoric because we see politicians as quote-unquote, and a big quote-unquote, leaders. So we model that's what they do. Of course we do. They're our leaders of the country. But what if... I'm leading to something with this. What if we normalize clarity? I use politicians as an example. Yes, I understand there are many who are very clear. Well, you may die on the hill that your politician, your local member is very clear. May be the case. But I'm speaking generally. What if instead of waiting... For people in 
leadership positions to lead even if they're caught up in rhetoric? What if we started normalizing? Hey, let's get curious about that. You don't even have to say it that way. It could be a, oh, can you tell me more about that? What do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? How much clearer would life be? And I really, really invite you to sit with this because it's kind of a magical concept to consider. Magical in the sense of hopeful. Hopeful in the sense of imagine the possibilities. Imagine what we could achieve. Imagine how things would feel. Not just politically, in our own lives. Imagine how much more mindful people would be. Imagine how much more people would contemplate things a little more. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Right? So, with that, imagine that. Between now and next week, imagine that. And keep feeling into that because that is what will lead us through into what we want, into how we want to feel, into clarity in our conversations, in our communication, in what we share, in what we understand about ourselves, each other, the world, the businesses we enter into, the people we vote for, the people we hire, the businesses we engage in, everything. So, take that with you, let it mull around, and consider the possibility that there are very real possibilities out of this. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being. 